Well, San Jose is a very dangerous team, and, and uh, they got some guys that can really put the ball in the hole, and uh, they have three guys that have scored over 30 in a game this year, and Seneca Knight is playing outstanding, coming off a 37-point performance against Colorado State, and you get another game with 31, and another game with, I believe, 30, so, um, and he's got great size, great length, and he's super aggressive, so got to really be on point. They, they can really get it going. They shoot a lot of threes. Um, uh, and then just uh, play an attack downhill. So um, gonna have to really guard the ball. See a ton of different types of screen roll all night long, and and uh, like they like to get out in transition. So that'll be a, a premium our tra transition defense, and should be an exciting night. You know, it's the last game in the spectrum of the year, and certainly um, like we told the guys in practice, uh, you know, how many senior nights do you get in your career? And uh, most of the time, it's only one. And so, um, and we have four wonderful seniors, and Roche and Diogo and Abel and, and and of course Sam. So, hopefully, we'll get a great crowd. I know it's a late night game, but um, hopefully, the spectrum will be rocking. Just quickly about San Jose. It's been I count 83 days since you played them. That's yeah. like almost three months. I mean, are they? They look like they're starting a smaller team most of the time lately. I mean, but they got to be a whole lot different. Yeah, it's been. Uh, I think we played them in game nine, if I'm not mistaken, and now it's game 30. So um, it's a different deal, you know. Almost three months, almost three months ago, which is um, I'm not sure I've ever been in that situation. But watch the game, our game at their place last year. We're such a different team. Um, we were really, really beat up at that time. Kata, of course, wasn't playing. Uh, Cuba was not playing at that time, and, and it's just amazing how different we look, and they look different too. You know, going into that game, they were playing really big all the time. In our game, they they started big, but they made the change about five minutes in the game, and they played a lot smaller. But they are playing um, a lot smaller all the way around. We're certainly going to see way more. At that time, they were doing more high-low stuff. Now we they spread the ball, they spread the floor a lot more, and do a lot more pick and roll. So. Um, so it is. It's two very different teams. You watch the game to get a feel of how they tried to attack us, or what we did that was successful. But um, but you also got to be realistic because they're playing some different players as well, um, as are we. Well, the, and Walt, uh, the the Seneca uh, is twelve last twelve games is averaged twenty three. So that's about as good as anybody at least going to the ball. Uh, he's a, he's a really good player, and at six six one ninety, like he just he's a handful. He can do so many different things and. And he can really get it a whole. I mean, you don't score 37 by accident. Like you gotta in Mountain West Conference play. If you're scoring 37, you can. You're definitely doing some things right. But Bray Ivy's a guy that can really get it going as well. Um, Richard Washington is another guy that he starts. He's a lefty and he just kind of does a lot of different things. But he's a guy that you know he makes one and two and three are coming um, quickly behind that. So they put a lot of pressure on you and they're a very athletic team. Uh, I think they had nine blocks. Uh, when we played at their place, I think they had nine block shots, and so um, they come to the ball, they flow hard to it, and um, they can really make a mess out of the paint. Coach, when you haven't seen a team in this long, can you go back to that previous game's film in December, or you just wash that away because it's totally different now? Well, it's definitely different, but there's certainly some things you can look at that we were maybe we were effective with this or this we sucked at this, uh, and I would say the same the other way. You can look at some matchups, maybe. You know, maybe um, maybe one of our guys really struggled guarding one of their guys, or vice versa. You know, and and so there's a, there's definitely some things you can always learn from or see maybe. Um, but at the same time, 
it is different teams. They do some things a lot better now. Um, but so do we too. And so the different part is, is I feel like we are very different. Um, um, just because you, when you don't have an all-league guy, you know, in the middle anchoring you on both sides, like it's just it's a different and, – and, and not having Kuba too. And Kuba's starting to play a little bit more for us. So it is um, – there is some yin and yang. But, but I always do like watching – even, even um, the first time around, I love watching last year's games, right, just to get a feel with some things and how they same try to coach. do some things. Yeah, same yeah. coach especially and, and, and some of the same personnel. What, uh, is it good for the league to have had San Diego State lose? I don't know. Um, um, it's hard to go undefeated, you know, and, and I mean, it's incredible that they went this long, quite frankly. I mean, I don't know when the last time someone went this uh, was it? Well, Indiana. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, total. To but I'm saying even this, even this late, late, like, yeah. I just well, don't, we had I don't... Somebody went to, the, what was it, Gonzaga or something? Gonzaga, the championship right. game a couple yeah. years ago. Lost. Oh, is that right? Yeah, I, I don't know if it's good for the league. I mean, it's hard to say. I mean, it probably gives everyone a little bit of hope. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but, you, but listen, UNLV is, like, don't look at that record. Like, they are, we all saw them up close to personal twice. <laughs> They're incredibly athletic. Uh, and they, you know, they've gotten a little bit of a shot in the arm too. With um, the, the 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 grad transfer from Texas coming back, makes them look like a whole different team. And you know, you guys know it's a five month, well, it's a six month season, five months of playing games, and you have the ebbs and flows and injuries and this, that, and the other. And you can pretend like you you can pretend like you want that injuries don't matter. It makes a huge difference when it's the right guys, and that guy can play. And that gives them a whole different dimension. So, and they only lost by four at home to them. But San Diego State's very, very good. You just go through ups and downs to the season where you where you shoot it very, very well, and then you have some times where you're not shooting it as well, and that's just the cycle of of the season. And so, you obviously at the end of the year you want to be playing your best basketball. But I have a feeling that they're going to bounce back uh, and be just fine. You honor your seniors, I guess, before the game a little bit. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll honor them before the game, right when the clock, the warm-up clock hits zero, and and it's exciting because um, hopefully they'll be able to have all their family back. I know Diogo's mom and dad made their first trip to the states and have watched a few. They were at our last game against Wyoming, and they've been at every practicing, you know, given do what parents do, telling why aren't you playing Diogo more? <laughs> no, I'm kidding, but um, but you know what a great moment for them. Those those four guys are. Just fantastic people um, have done everything above and beyond um, what we've asked, and just certainly uh, personify Aggie basketball in so many ways, and just class acts off the floor, on the floor. Um, I'm gonna miss those guys. They're just un unbelievable people, and, and certainly fantastic players. Well, coach, they talk about the relationship with you, and they act like they've known you forever. And it's only your second year here, and they brag about the relationship with you. Do you get emotional? Because you wear your emotions on your sleeve. <laughs> Do you see yourself getting emotional tomorrow night before the game at all? Oh, well, I'm sure it'll happen. I'm trying to fight it back right now. Um, quite frankly, um, that's why I'm staring at the floor <laughs> and not you guys. Because, yeah, it's it's amazing. Um, haven't even been here two years yet, and it does feel like a, a lot longer, but in a great way. Um, what those guys have been able to do, and it's tough. You go through coaching changes. It's very, very difficult. Like, it's very difficult for those guys. And all four of those guys, you know, obviously the, you know, Stu Morrill recruited Sam. 
and and then you know this is so he's recruited by one head coach and then played for two and you don't know and I give those guys so much credit um, you know Roche it was a little bit different because the old staff signed that him early and then he has his knee injury and we could easily cut cut the cut the cord so to speak but we we're going to honor that commitment because that's the right right thing to do obviously with the knee but those other two three guys could have probably looked to go out elsewhere you know and and to stick it out and be all in um that's a tough thing to do but we've they've been through a lot we've all you know the whole thing when you watch your kids grow up you right first you see them well i don't want to say crawl first they're just stationary then they're crawling and then they're uh, walking or standing and then they walk and then they jog and then they run and then they sprint and I think we saw all of that last year right and then how do you handle that that next year and uh, with a lot of expectations but to win 50 games in a two in not even a full two years yet with that group that says so much about them and that's just the that's just the basketball part but what, how they represent themselves on the off the floor and they're just such dependable people and accountable people and they just bleed blue like they love truly love Utah State and so it's been a great relationship and I feel incredibly fortunate to be able to coach these four guys. You turned it around for Abel I mean he's the walk-on guy that's hardly playing at all and all of a sudden in the middle of the season you just put him in. That was weird last year. Yeah I'm not very smart I probably should have put him in a lot earlier <laughs> but yeah, Abel, uh, he's just a winner and um, uh, just has the right attitude. And, you know, we did a, a speaking engagement this spring, or the, excuse me, this fall, and him and Justin spoke. And, and that was the one thing Abel really talked about um, to that big group. There was a group of over 100 people, and he just said, my whole goal, my whole life has always been to show up every day and I want my coaches to know I'm dependable like they can rely on me they can count on me they know what they're going to get out of me every single day and uh, and that's what Abel is you know he takes a lot of pride in that uh, he's a vocal guy he's a hard-working guy you know exactly what you're going to get out of him he's a great teammate and um, and uh, he just shows up every day ready to go and that's what was really stood out um, in practice that's where we really noticed them was in practice and certainly we noticed them in games but really in practice every day it was like you know um, just making plays and after a while it's like we got I mean we got to find a way to get this guy more minutes and once that opportunity came and once he was in the starting lineup he just never looked back and certainly people always remember the the game winning shot at New Mexico and that was I think two days after he had earned his scholarship and I'll never forget that meeting with him. And that, that's the thing with all these guys. There's just certain things that just stand out about them, whether it's how they play or how they conduct themselves, but then personally, certain interactions. And I remember being in the office when, he, when we awarded him the scholarship or when I told him he was going to be on scholarship. And it was just like a dream come true. That's, that's all he's ever wanted was just to, you know, because I think it felt like he belonged. He knew he belonged, but I think that was just that extra you know, validation. Not, yeah, validation, like I do belong and not being called a walk-on. And I've always looked at it like that's a sign of respect. But we never talk about guys as walk-ons in our, in our program because if you're on the team, you're on the team because we believe in you. And, and you have a chance and an opportunity to contribute in a major way. And those guys have always done well for us. And Abel's um, has certain, certainly flourished once he truly got that, um, once he got injected into the lineup.